Brother Justin preaching today. He filled in for me last week on Father's Day when I was not able to be here. I'd rather been here than where I was last Sunday morning. I stretched out on a bed and is checking my, my lungs for blood clots, which they found one. And uh, so we had a lot of excitement last weekend, but uh, we're glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight or this morning. Amen. How about you? You glad to be here? Come on. Amen. You going to back up Brother Justin this morning? Oh, come on. You going to back Brother Justin up this morning? God bless you, Brother Justin, in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's give a hand clap to the Lord today. Oh, he's worthy this morning. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we can do a little bit better than that. Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He inhabits the praises of his people. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in his house. It's good to feel the presence of the Lord here this morning. Amen. Amen. It's already been said. Glad to have our guest with us today. Glad to see each and every one of you here today. Amen. Amen. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. Amen. I like to be liberated today, freed, amen, from the bondage and the chains that would love to entangle themselves around me. Amen. The way I get rid of all the chains and the things that would love to tangle themselves around me, I get in the presence of the Lord. The Bible says, I'll say again, where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. So if I want to shake off of the things and the cares of life, I just get into his presence and there is liberty today. Oh, hallelujah, are you glad about the presence of the Lord? Oh, hallelujah, do you appreciate filling his presence and knowing he knows where you're at and what you're facing today? Amen, we still serve a mighty God. He's still on the throne. His arm's not short, his ear's not deaf. He knows where we're at. Oh, he knows what we're facing today. Hallelujah. Oh, can we just magnify him one more time? Oh, we lift up your name, Jesus. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. If you have your Bibles this morning, let's go to Luke, the 14th chapter. We're going to read verses 15 through 24. Luke chapter number 14, verse 15 through 24 this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sister Carrion, you got it. Luke 14 and 15. Amen. And when one of them that sat at meat with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Verse 16. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many. And sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. 
The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go see it. I pray thee have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So that the servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said unto his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. Verse 23, And the Lord said unto the servant, Go into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Praise the Lord. Amen. Put your Bibles down this morning. and We need the anointing of the Lord today. Let's just invite his anointing presence into this house this morning. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your settled word, oh God. Lord, let us, God, be anointed, God, to speak it to someone here today, God. Move on us this morning. Speak to us. Speak through me, Lord God. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You may be seated today. I was thinking this morning at the many blessings that we have today. And Pastor Moses, it is a great privilege to get to minister. Amen. It's basically two Sundays in a row. Um, but I'm somewhere around fifth string preacher, I think. Amen. I was sitting there counting. Amen. We're very blessed today. Brother Moats, Brother Adam, Brother Jace, Brother Parker, Brother Preston is not here. He's in Nacogdoches ministering this morning. So y'all just get the leftovers today. I hope that's all right with you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I wrote myself a few notes here. I want to make sure I remember. E. E. Wokel. Oh. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Amen. I want to preach from this thought this morning. Welcome. Welcome. Have you ever went to someone's house and you didn't feel welcome? Amen. Amen. Can you remember, if you just think for a moment in your mind, those feelings that you had, uncomfortable, awkward, unwanted, out of place? Amen. I, I felt that feeling, and I'm typically doing my best trying to get out of there as fast as I possibly can. Because if you don't want me, I don't want to be there. Amen. And on the opposite side of that coin, have you ever went to someone's house where you did feel welcome? Can you remember that feeling 
relaxed, comfortable, included, wanted. Amen. Pastor Moat says this pretty regularly at church. We're going to treat you so many good ways, you're bound to like one of them. Amen. Because we want to make you feel welcome. It doesn't matter if this is the first Sunday you've ever attended or the 490th service you ever attend. We want you to be welcome. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the house of God. Amen. We should feel welcome in his house. Amen. If you live in the south... I think it is a requirement for every back door to have a welcome mat. Amen. Never lived in the north. This is just what I know about the south. You must also have a sign inside of your home that looks very old, but isn't old at all, that says something about being welcome to my home in some kind of strange font. Can I get an amen? That's a requirement. We got to have that. We want to make sure that if you didn't hear me say welcome, that you could at least read it on the door or the wall and you know that you're welcome. It's something we call Southern hospitality. Amen. We want you to feel welcome. Here's a strange one for you. If I say thank you, you say, you're welcome for what? What am I welcome for? I bought you, Brother Wells, Daddy, a candy bar. You say thank you, I say you're welcome. You're welcome to come to my house. You're welcome, what are you welcome for? Welcome to eat the candy bar. Amen. Whatever I just did for you, I'm welcoming you to ask me again so I can do it for you again. You're welcome. Other ways to say you're welcome are always glad to help. Certainly. It makes me happy to help. It was nothing. It's always great to be of assistance. I'm always here to help. Just ask any time I can help. Thank you for allowing me to help. The pleasure is all mine. You are so kind. You are very welcome. Welcome. We all want to feel welcome. We could go into our society today and no matter what people do or say or how they act, no one wants to feel unwanted. No one wants to feel rejected. Everyone wants to feel welcome. Everybody, everywhere, you can go wherever you want. Even the ones that say that they don't want you around really want you around. So many people will put off some sort of air around I don't want to be around people. I don't like people. If you get to know them a little bit, all that kind of crumbles and they 
something innate inside of the humanity that we have, we like people. We want to be around people. Now, there's limits to everything. I don't mean I want 400 people at my house all day long. Nor do I want to be at my home by myself for 400 days. We like to be around people. And we want to be a part of something. Amen. You're welcome. So we look at our verses in our text this morning in Luke, the 14th chapter. Starting at the 16th verse, we find that Jesus is out of the house of the chief Pharisee and he's eating lunch and there's several people in the house. And if you don't know what a Pharisee is, a Pharisees are an anxious Jewish sect that distinguishes themselves by strict observance of traditional written law. Upper echelon of society. These are the rules Here's the regulations, and we follow them, Pharisees. Jesus started teaching this group of people a very important lesson through a parable or a relatable story that illustrates a religious principle. The Lord did this many times throughout the word of God, especially in the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You you read about a lot of parables that the Lord spoke about uh, relatable stories of that time trying to bring something to their mind a thought process uh, to their mind to learn a valuable lesson the wonderful thing that we find about the bible that it doesn't change and it still applies just like it did then it applies today it applies to us in whatever situation or circumstance we find ourselves. So here we find in Luke this morning a story that can apply to me. Amen. Verse 16, Sister Carriana, get ready. We're going to go verse by verse this morning. Verse 16 says, Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many, and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. Stop right there. In this time before a clock, when you were invited to a feast, you were told a date, but the time of the appointment was only told the day of the appointment. So, so this certain man had sent out and said, hey, somewhere a date in the future, I'm going to have a feast. And I want you all to come, you and you and you and you. Please come to my feast. And on that date, at that time when the feast was ready, the servant went back out and said, oh, it's time now. Come on into the feast. Verse 18, and they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground. I must needs go see it. I pray thee have me excused. Let's think about this excuse for just a moment. Now you're telling me that you bought a piece of ground that you ain't ever seen before. Sight unseen. And right now, at this moment, you got to go look at it. How much sense does that make? Got to do it right now. I bought this piece of ground, and I don't even know what it looks like. I ain't never seen it before, but 
Because the invitation is now, I, I'm busy. I got to go look at my piece of ground. I don't know what it looks like. Wow. Verse 19. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee have me excused. The word prove means to test or approve. So this guy bought five yoke of oxen, and at this exact moment needs to go see if the oxen are any good. It's like buying a car and never driving it. Interesting. Right now, I have to drop everything else. I got to go check out my oxen. I don't know if they're any good or not, but right now is the time. Interesting. And another, verse 20, and another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So this person was invited before he was married, and now that I am married, I'm kind of busy. I don't know about you today, but for the married folk out there, when my wife hears of an opportunity to go eat supper that she don't have to cook, she gone. <laughs> Amen. Flimsy excuses. Flimsy excuses. The, the chief of the house had done all the preparation. He put a lot of effort, put a lot of work into it. The servants have been busy. He thought of this in the future. He knew it was going to happen somewhere down the road, so he made sure they knew in advance that this was going to happen. Make sure you... Clear your calendar because I'm having a feast somewhere down the road and it's going to be great and it's going to be wonderful and I'm going to have on the, on the menu exactly what you want. And it's all ready to go. But everyone that was invited was busy. Verse 21, so the servant came and showed his Lord, these things, and the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. Verse 22, And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. What a good servant that we find here. He already knew what the master would want done, and it was already done. He had already went out and invited the poor and the maim and the halt and the blind. Before even, the master even told him he's already had that done. I already done that. I already got that done. Notice the ones he specifically says to invite. Poor, maimed, halt, blind. Maybe a better way to say that is invite those that are struggling. I want to make sure the invitation gets to them. Because I've got this special feast prepared. Invite these and make sure I've got that done already. Verse 23. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Servant, I want you to go stand 
in the road. And anyone passing by along that road, I want you to flag them down and say, hey, I got a feast prepared. Come and get something to eat. It's going to be great. We're going to have a good time. I don't have to know you. I don't, I don't have to know who you are. But just stop right here for a moment and come and get some feast. It's prepared and it's ready. And just come on in. The feast is ready for you. Go stand in the middle of the road and flag somebody down. Amen. Verse 24. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. The servant, the man is telling the servant, I'm telling you that those that turn me down, they don't get to eat. They don't get to taste of this thing that I have prepared for them. The master was frustrated. Put his effort into it. Put his money into it. Put his time into it. He slew his animals and prepared them and everything was ready. But everybody was just so busy. Everybody was just so busy. Psalms, the 23rd chapter, reads like this. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The Lord is saying here, even when everything is going bad, I've got a table prepared for you. Psalms, the 34th chapter in the 8th verse says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. I can't see that the Lord is good until I taste. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. I'm so glad today to know that I am Welcome at the Lord's table. Not just me, but you and you and you and you and you and everybody out there. Everyone is welcome at the Lord's table. You're welcome. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter what you did or didn't do. It doesn't matter what you have or haven't done. You are welcome at the Lord's table. Doesn't matter your pedigree. Doesn't matter your social status. Doesn't matter your income level. You are welcome at the Lord's table. He has rolled out a feast today and you are welcome. You are welcome. 
the Lord has prepared for you and for I a spiritual feast this morning. And he pulled out all the stops to make you feel welcome to the feast. He is specifically targeting those that are struggling today. And he has on the menu exactly what you need. This morning, if you are lonely, he is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. If you are sick, he is the healer. If you are depressed, he is joy unspeakable and full of glory. If you are in turmoil today, he's the peace speaker. If you have sin in your life, he's the sin forgiver. Whatever you need this morning, the table is spread for you and for me. And the menu's ready. The appointment date is here. Today is the day. This morning is your time. Whatever you faced, uh, whatever you fought, uh, whatever the situation, whatever the circumstance, today is the moment, and you're welcome to the feast. Uh, you are welcome to the feast. Uh, he has prepared it. He bled and died to make sure that it was ready and prepared. He put the effort in. He's put the work in. He sacrificed for you and me today to make sure that today you know that you're welcome to come to the feast. Today is your day. Today is your time. And you are welcome. You are welcome. How do I partake of this feast, Brother Justin? Well, all you got to do is walk down and raise your hand and say, Lord, here I am. And here's my situation. I need something for it. All you got to do is say, I'm broken, Lord. I need you. And he can put you back together. All you got to do is say, God, I'm lonely today. And there he comes and he swoops down and he wraps his loving arms around you today and says, here I am and I'm here for you. All you got to do is say, here's my problem, God. Here's my need, oh God. And there he is. Whosoever will come. This morning, I'm closing today. The opportunity is you. It's for you today. The feast is ready. I just wonder if we'll come up with a flimsy excuse this morning. Or will we say, you know why, God... I've been hearing you a long time. I've been knowing a long time that you were calling me. I know for a long time you were preparing something for me. And I'm going to throw all the flimsy excuses to the side. And I'm going to come and say, God, here I am. I need you. I don't only need you, but God, I want you. I want you. I want less of me. It's so easy today to... Come up with an excuse. Uh, oh, it's this, it's that, or it's this issue, or that issue. Oh, hallelujah. But the feast is prepared. Uh, 
Somebody will come. It may not be you today, but one day every knee will bow. One day every tongue will confess. Oh, but I don't want to wait for judgment to do it. Uh, today could be my day. Uh, right now, this morning could be my time. Hallelujah. Can we stand today? Oh, these 